let me ask you this question on a totally random musical skirt before we get to the what you've listened to. This week also the news has come out that uh your man Crooked Eye has left Slaughterhouse. Word? I didn't see that. Yeah. I didn't know. Um, and he released a video, I think, late in the week. He, he initially said like maybe like Tuesday or Wednesday. And then late in the week, maybe like Thursday or Friday, he released a video on the gram talking about it's not, you know, any there's not, you know, any problems. It's that um then they don't want to put out music. Mm. And I entered the I entered the group to put out music with, you know, three other dope individuals. Um, but it doesn't look like that's happening now. So I'm no longer in Slaughterhouse. Wow. I, I, yeah, I missed that. Now I'm looking it up. I see it. That's funny too, because I've been listening to a lot of Slaughterhouse lately. But but like that's funny. But like I like I see that happening, you know what I'm saying? Like and I see like Royce putting out music. Yeah. Independent independent of Slaughterhouse. I like I don't think Joe Button has any intention of of making music ever again. Absolutely you know not. But and like see, and that's the problem with Slaughterhouse is that Slaughterhouse essentially becomes Joe Buttons and Royce. And then it's like you forgot about Crooked Eye and uh Joel. And it's like, like you said, um, motherfucking Joe Buttons just had a kid. He's doing a you know parenthood thing, and you know what I'm saying he's making all this. He's making money, off, money of off the podcast, podcast. Yeah. And Royce is just like, I'm showing everybody I'm the other thing alive, so I don't really need three other ill niggas to be, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. to be debated with. You know what I'm saying? So, but that's that's wild for him to say the group ain't rapping no more. When Royce just put out the bar exam for Prime the group, Two, the, the the group like like Crooked and motherfucking Joel needed Slaughterhouse to pop off. Yeah, absolutely. More 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 than any other more than the other two individuals in that group. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's not popping off. You know what I'm saying? And they and they're both too talented to not do music. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, like I gotta go do something. Like, right. what the fuck you mean? Fuck you mean? I can't make it. No, I can't make no fucking records. Royce putting out bar exam, dog. I'm, I'm gonna do some fucking music. Fuck y'all. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> but Joel Ortiz is. I mean, he's been re- releasing like these little joints on the low, but like he's not really making it pop like that. Like he released House Slippers with Heat Makers, and that, to be honest, wasn't that good. It wasn't. The whole album wasn't good. Yeah. And then he put out the joint with Ill Mind, and that actually wasn't that good either. <laughs> so but that's the joint, though, Ken. Like, you had to remember that motherfucking, uh, well, and, like, I don't know, because I haven't been in the, you know what I'm saying, uh, West Coast or whatever, but you, you, you definitely know that uh, Royce and Joe had semi, you know what I'm saying, productive careers before, uh, Slaughterhouse, mm-hmm. like you had the you had the boom, you had you know pump it up, yeah, and and then it was like you know what I mean, bad meets evil and all this stuff. So they're going to be straight with or without Slaughterhouse. You know what I'm saying? Slaughterhouse definitely helped them, um, but they were all right. Joel and Crooked, they were like, oh, we we need this. Yeah, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, like this yeah, is like, this is a come this is our come up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, this is right. what, this is what's gonna make a spot. And it's not like, making a right. pop, dog. They got to like, do something else. Joel had got dropped from Aftermath and was kind of just floating out there. And mm-hmm. Crooked was in a really weird situation where he was 
with like Death Row when it wasn't really Death Row and then left Death Row and he was also just floating out there. But both of them were killing it on like, you know, random freestyles on the Internet. And so, yeah, for for this Slaughterhouse thing, it they really needed to pop off. And it was popping for a little bit until it wasn't. And I believe I was on this podcast and I said that never have your album produced by Just Blaze because it'll never come out. And look at this. Look at this. What is this? But it's also, but it, but it's, but it, yeah, but you, I don't know if it's a Just Blaze thing. It's also to realize that they're like super niche. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, at this stage. Yeah. Like, who wanted that? You know what I'm saying? Who wanted straight bars? Like, what's the, what was their first, the, the single, the, the rock and roll joint? Oh, so, on the first sex album? And dr- sex and drugs or whatever? Yeah. Dirty like, money or whatever? You talking about- That was dope Yeah, shit. the one. But, but who was that for? Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, and as a as a marketing, you know what I'm saying, person, like, I was like, uh, what else we got? Right. Throw a little pump out there. Maybe this going to give it, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Hammer Dance. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> that was the first single, Hammer Dance. Like, yeah, that was the first I'm single for the, the second joint. Yeah. Like, come on. like I'm in the club, bottle in hand, doing my two-step. Yeah, that's, I don't know. Um, like, it just wasn't, it wasn't a, it wasn't a well thought out plan. Like you said, if, if I was Crooked Eye or Joel, after the first uh, motherfucking album drop, I'm busting my ass. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, now that my name's out here, I gotta, I gotta get more features. I gotta, I gotta get more uh, internet freestyles. I gotta do all this stuff. And I, I think they were just like, nah, we're in this group, man. When the group puts on this album, and then when the album got slowed down, it was just like, well, I gotta wait. Like, nah, bro. Like, the half of your group is already straight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's real. You need to make sure that you, like, you know what I mean? Like, and then yeah. once Royce got back cool with Eminem, he was all the way straight. Like, at that point, mm-hmm. Royce didn't even really need Slaughterhouse because he had his best friend back who was also a, you know, multi-millionaire one of the best known rappers on the planet. So at that point, it's like, I he, he could, you know what I'm saying? He could go on and do whatever he need to do. Who then, who who was uh, like the motherfucking, the, the, the brainchild, you know what I'm saying, behind the- uh, Of Slaughterhouse? Uh, Slaughterhouse, you know what I'm saying? Is it a- It was- it was Is more, it a Royce? No, it was, it was uh, Joe, Joe Button, who was really kind of the mastermind behind it because- that first song was on his Halfway House album. And then mm-hmm. after that song came out, it had such a huge... And they just said this metal all on me like a front of Shredder? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shouts out to Nino Bless, who wasn't in the group. But um, that, that right there, there was such a huge upswelling of interest in those dudes doing more together. That Joe Button at that time, you got to remember also at that time, Joe Button is heavy with Joe Button TV, like heavy on internet reality. And so he was very in tune to the the upswelling of like, yo, y'all need to do more joints like Slaughterhouse. Y'all need to do that. So then him and Royce get together and they like, yeah, we could do this. They pull in Crooked and, and Joel. And that's that was the like, that's how it came together. So it was really, uh, it was really a Joe Button, and then, then Royce kind of put it together as like a business move. Motherfucking groups can't stay together and rap, dog. No, I don't know what the fuck that's. Can't. I don't know what the fuck that's about. And I'm like, and I, to anybody who's like, who who thinks they're gonna put like a rap group together, and thinks that this shit is gonna work out, 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I, 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 I'm cautioning you to stop fucking right now. <laughs> Don't do it. The Fuji's never... breakup, you know what I'm saying? Motherfucking Dipset is all over the place, you know what I'm saying? Wu-Tang, I don't know. I'm a member of Wu-Tang, dog. Like, I don't know. <laughs> now, once Dirty passed, man, Wu was over. That was it. I think, I, I think the Locks might be the only fucking group that's ever, like, together and then, and then like even then like they're all they they all done their own solo projects right and they even, only even chic <laughs> at this point the locks have the locks are a one album every 10 year average dog it's oh, amazing shit. like that's it they only they put out that last album that was their last one since fucking we are the streets in 97 and that, and, that, and that's what I'm saying it's like it's not it's like they're not like I'm just saying, like they're still cool with each other, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> which is which which is amazing. That's a that's a fucking rarity in in, in just that. Normally, the group right. breaks up, and someone's because someone was like porking the the other dude's wife or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and it's not only that; it's like even fucking labels can't even hold. Like G Unit, Bad Boy, right? You know what I'm saying? Rockefeller, Bad Boy this and Bad Boy that. Like even even label crews. Who aren't Rough Rod- technically Rough a Riders group? is gone. Yeah, shit. Like it's amazing. It's, what what is it? Dog? It's not fair. The nigga died in a motorcycle accident. Who? It's real. What are the Rough Riders? Yeah. Oh right, right. Like right. The I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Well, uh, but what a Rough Rider way to go out. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> <laughs> the roughest ride. <laughs> God damn it. This is God cool. damn it. That man lost his life. God damn it. And that is you know what I'm saying? But like, he, like, you know, he lost his life doing what he loved. I mean, the nigga did say we are the streets. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> oh, now he literally is the street. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about the album cover. Nigga, he, he, I mean, he did ride to die, dog. He did. Oh, it's- my God. Somebody tried to help him, but he was like, mind your business, lady. And he just came home. <laughs> oh, man. He stopped and dropped. <laughs> and they shut down the shop. Uh, they shut down. He didn't have a helmet on, so I guess they crashed really blowed his mind. You know what I'm saying? Come oh. on, yo. <laughs> this man is dead. <laughs> Hundred dollar bills, got one hundred dollar bills, got one hundred dollar bills, got one hundred How about we talk about a black business? Uh, <laughs> Boom Dynamite, you threw something in the chat earlier this week, followed up on that joint. Um Aquaba Bed and Breakfast is a a super mm-hmm. dope joint, dog. Um they have a bunch of inns, a bunch of bed and breakfasts. Uh, we talk in Brooklyn, D.C., Cape May, New Jersey, Bethany, Pennsylvania. Mm. Uh, if you look at it, it looks like fucking decadence, dog. Like, I, yeah. I don't, I feel like I'm too broke to even promote them on this podcast. But you're not, though. That's what's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, but, but we are, though, because no one wants to pay us for this free promotion. You got damn right. <laughs> you got damn right. So, Quaba Bed and Breakfast is the upscale lodging collection owned by husband and wife team Glenn Pogue and Monique Greenwood. You know what I'm saying? They're so rich 
that the the wife didn't take the husband's last name. That's how rich they are. Oh. Um, the couple fell in love with inns, and they stayed at the first bed and breakfast back in the early 90s. As guests, they enjoyed the hominess and intimacy of bed and breakfast experience. And Monique quickly discovered that innkeeping combined all of her personal passions, which was architecture and interior decorating, entertaining and meeting new people, and then helping others create wonderful, lasting experience. And she serves as the president and CEO of the company. Now, the crazy thing is they're not old, dog. They're not old. They're not. You're, you're thinking like 60, 70 year olds owning bed. Nah, son. They're like in their 40s. Oh. So they getting it popping. The first joint opened in '95. Um, oh, so they're newly washed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you said <say> pre-wash. <laughs> <laughs> so they in 2006 they came full circle and purchased the first inn that they actually ever visited, which is crazy to think about. So um, please go to aquaba.com. A K W A A B A. Dot com reserve your spot today um if you check the availability on like the dc joint uh you go there you see all the pictures son it's on 16th and r street northwest like gentrification plus dog oh. um you black and but, you, but like and you in gentrification you know what i'm saying but bro but bro and like the look at the rooms though they look like some shit that you would live in you know what i'm saying like right Right. It, it, here, here's how rich these joints look. They look haunted. <laughs> That's how rich these shits are. You think that they're haunted, like the fucking ghost of Thomas Jefferson is going to walk down the sh- walk down the hallway. Bruh, this, and haunt it's you. Like they, they, they don't put mints on your pillows. They put mini doubloons. Mm. They put gold doubloons <laughs> on your shit. <laughs> So the pri- oh, but that's the thing though the prices are reasonable and remember it's a bed and breakfast you're getting fed you're meeting new people it's it's a good time it's a good time so yeah Quaba bed and breakfast in uh go check that out book your next stay in Brooklyn DC Jersey or Pennsylvania East Coast so, on lock goddamn right goddamn right So, fellas, I, I have an idea of what we're going to talk about and what you've been listening to. Oh, yep, you know it. I, I think I have a good idea. You, you know exactly what the fuck I'm about to start talking about. Remy, what have you been listening to? Bruh, all right, look, man. I know that it's difficult. I'm stacking this paper, it's sort of habitual. I blow the residual and fucking your bitch like it's part of my ritual. Part of the visual, but money you give me a heart on a typical. So, uh, we, we have to come to a consensus about this, you know what I'm saying? Are we, <laughs> per- are we motherfucking just like. Just pretending that that J Cole is dope, you know what I'm saying? Like for the culture, wow. because like if we're doing that, like I'm totally with it, you know what I'm saying? Like wow. if, if if we're going out to support Black Panther, you know what I'm saying? Like whether it's good or bad, you know you know what I'm saying? Like I'm gonna go support that shit, whether it's good or bad, you know what I'm saying? Thank God it happened to be good, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't know, I don't know if motherfucking like uh. Like Ambien is like 
like it's a toss up between Ambien and this J. Cole album, you know what I'm saying, for wow. what puts you to sleep faster. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's so fucking boring, dog. Right. Like, like get like yo, yo. Get the, this this shit is fucking it's not bad music. Like uh-huh. I'm, I'm tempted to say it's bad. It's not bad music. He does he does have bars in there, but it's so fucking like dry and fucking weak. <laughs> Nothing moves, dog. Like like come on. I'm not talking about like upbeat shit, you know what I'm saying? Like I like the motherfucking post, the movie, you know what I'm saying, with Meryl uh-huh. Streep and Tom Hanks. Uh-huh. It's an excellent movie. It's right. boring as shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> motherfucking like motherfucking gone with the wind. It's a fucking excellent movie. It's boring as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, conversely, you know what I'm saying? Sucker Punch is a terrible movie. Mm-hmm. It's exciting. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I just want, I just want some, uh, like, can he, I feel like as a dredge get longer, you know what I'm saying? He just gets more and more <laughs> fucking vanilla. Like, yo. He like, had the dreads no. for who that, and now he got the dreads, and this is what you get. I think, I think this conversation sums up. All the conversations you had tonight, like literally all of them. Wow. Okay. <laughs> the entertainment uh, uh, aspect, like we talked about in the NBA, you know what I'm saying? The uh, album we talked about with K Dot, like it's just it's, it's everything. So like, I too listen to uh, KOD and um, not impressed too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's going on on like? On Twitter and on like social media it was like if you're if you don't like the J. Cole, like you're you're not you know your your IQ's too low. You know what I'm saying? Or you didn't sit with it long enough. And it's like J. Cole, this album's for like if you have if you have student loans. I saw that meme. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny, you know what I'm saying? Like But no, it's not though. But it's not. <laughs> because the reason reason why is because while you can make songs about, like, I think uh, Chris had a great point where we, t- we were talking about 2014 Forest Hill Drive, which is one of his best albums, if not his best. Mm-hmm. And Chris was like, yo, I don't want to hear a song about, like, the first time you're making love to a female. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't want to hear a song about you folding, folding laundry. And I don't think there's a problem with songs about that. Like, I, I feel like you can make a song about folding laundry. I just feel like you have to make that bitch extra dope. Right, right, right. right. You know what I'm saying? And that's not what this is. <laughs> and I like I I I do applaud him for um taking on um some different subject matters and some things that are, are more prevalent in our lives. Like I think one of the best songs to me is uh, 1984, the outro. Mm-hmm. Or the intro to the follow-up. Yeah, that joint's that joint's extra good. And it talks about how, like, you know what I'm saying, these little ra- these new rappers are in the game um, need to do certain things. And I think that's dope. And I think he also made it dope. But, like, the song, like, Brackets, where he's talking about doing his ta- taxes. <laughs> I'm like, bro, you're rapping about doing your taxes. <laughs> and, and, again, I don't have a problem with it. Mm-hmm. But the more, like, mundane the subject matter is, the doper it has to be. Right, right, right. Like, you when, don't uh, feel like he pulls when, that off. Um, when 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 a uh, comments talking about how he loves this girl and it's like oh the girl's hip hop yeah yeah that's dope that, what, what I love most that, she had so much soul that makes it dope you know what I'm saying but he, he didn't put that into it so like you have that song you have the song about his mother's addiction um, 
And it's all like, well, I, well, I don't, I don't fault you for rapping about this stuff. I just wish you would do it in a more, in a better way. Just like we talked about K Dot, as far as he's rapping about stuff that he rapped about in the Pimple Butterfly and other and other uh, projects, but he just made it more, you know, malleable, made it more like tangible for for the lay folk. Right. And I- this, I feel. Is tangible. It's not. It's not deep to the point where like you couldn't understand stuff. But the subject matter and the complexity of the songs is not to the point where like to me it's like he does like that uh, like super introspective. I know I can't sing, but I'm gonna sing anyway because I need to get this off my soul. I need you to feel my like the utteral. You know what I'm saying? Let me get this out. Mm-hmm. But then I'm gonna rap double time and trap style. And it's just like, are you going to give me a double time trap style so I can enjoy the song? Or are you going to give me this slow, you know what I mean, uh, you singing off key type shit? Like, you know what I mean? And I was going to say, I, I, like, I think he did, I think he did that exactly for the reason that you said. Because you said you could rap about mundane, just make it exciting. I think this was his attempt to make him rapping about mundane things, but it's exciting. unsuccessful. Was to do it double time and track, but it's unsuccessful because he's boring as fuck. <laughs> you know what I'm like, and so, like, so with his double time rap, I wanted like the bars to be in there. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And they, and they weren't. Yeah. And I didn't want like enough like for for J Cole to be praised so much for like not having fucking like uh, goddamn uh, features, mm-hmm. like. Get some fucking features, bro. It doesn't, it doesn't gotta be How like I, don't? I got the. It, I don't gotta. I don't gotta have like the the Rihanna sample or the Rihanna uh, fucking feature where she's singing the hook. But but here's the joints. You know, just have a bitch that can sing. Have have a random chick from North Carolina and just be like, yeah, I got so and so on my album. She's not really nobody, but I mean, I need her to sing this part because I can't fucking sing. But like, I feel like I feel you. I feel you there. You know, what I'm saying like like at least bring somebody up. You know, what I'm saying who who can sing. But like nobody wants to get on a fucking J Cole record. That's what I'm saying. Get a nobody. <laughs> but like, but 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 that's sort of like like no no like no J Cole record's gonna pop. You know what I'm saying? Like he's been coasting off of you know saying like J Cole with platinum with no features. He's been coasting off that shit for way too long, dog. He, time, what's the joint he had with McGill? It's, it's time to it's time to start fucking calling that calling that shit for what it is. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers putting out weak music, dog. Mm. And I've always I've always What's, said that uh, I. So I saw J. Cole live at the second, I believe it was the second um, Made in America festival. He didn't headline. He, he was one of the, the undercards. And I remember being there and just being so underwhelmed because none of his music played well live to me personally. my In my opinion, his music at that time was not good live because none of his joints had extra bass in it. Um, none of them are extra energetic in any way, really. I who I who said it in our chat that uh, they were wondering if this whole album was the same BPM. Was that you, Remy? <laughs> no, I think it was uh, I think it was uh, Flyers. Though. Oh, okay. Shouts out to Young Chris. <laughs> yeah, like every song on this album was the same speed. Um, he used kind of the same flow on most of the joints, and like you said, yeah. boom! It's just like. You tried. You really tried to ch- to do something different, but it still didn't work because the bars really weren't there. Like academically, it's it's pretty good, but 
It's not though. It's is and, that, and that's the that's that's my point is that like while he addressed the adult contemporary rap uh, subject matter, mm-hmm. like he didn't give us adult contemporary bars. Like there was not like, fine, it was like, not Fonte. It was not nothing you could take away and, and say like he said this shit was crazy. Right. And like like you you more so like the concept of this song, not even the concept, like that subject matter of the song is is, is, is interesting. And the biggest takeaway from this joint is that, like, this has no, in my opinion, besides, like, ATM, mm-hmm. like, replayability. Like, it's one of those albums that you listen to maybe two or three times and be like, I got it. And that's it. Like, there's, there's nothing to bring you back. 80, 85 you can listen to a couple times. Like, 85, but, like, there's, there's, there's nothing. I mean, I don't even think 85, because, like. I didn't like ATM, dog. <laughs> I mean, but, but that's that's a single. So like I'm, I'm just saying, like there's, there's there's nothing on it that I would be like, I gotta go back and check this out again. Like it's, it's not that type of a, a joint. Right. So it's like if you're not giving me complex bars, if you're not giving me, you know, what I mean these schemes, like what are we here for? Like it's not K dot. Like it's not, it's not that. Right. And can it's we also zoo. can we can we not act like this? Whoever this kill Edward is isn't just J Cole. Pitch lower, right. like J Cole. You're not fooling anybody, J Cole. That's fucking. That's you. You're trying to do your fucking Mad Lib Quasimodo thing. It's not working. It's not good. It's not. But uh, but but you know what? Look, but you know what though? What? Like we say that because we're for, because our our washed ears can't can't you know can't into, can't interpret the shit. I like I said I said that I listened to this album like. A kid who has never really heard like rap music before. Uh-huh. And I'm like listening to those ears, I might be impressed with with with, no. with some of J. Cole's efforts. You know what I'm saying? No. Had I like had, had I never picked up a guitar, you know what I'm saying? Had I never like <laughs> nah, pressed pressed the piano no. key. No. No. Like, I'd be like, oh, no. I'd be like, oh, he produced it and he rapped over it. It's so crazy. Yeah. Oh, he don't got no features. That's difficult to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 shots to him. You know, like, is it uh, slow clap. Is it that's difficult no, to do? That, that, it's very difficult to do. But, that, that, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not giving you points for the goddamn effort. Like, like I said, if, if he would have made this album and, and this shit was dope, like, Kendrick talked about being in love. You know what I'm saying? Like, and this shit was hard. You know what I'm saying? Like this dude talks about uh, uh, infidelities about being on the road. Talks about people wanting your money. Talks about your taxes. Talks about his mother's addiction. Talks about like it's just like the the fact that this album has three working titles mm-hmm. shows me there's no cohesiveness in it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like if you can't even. Uh, uh, nail it down to one theme to our kings on drugs the king of the disciples to like just different like that, that shows me that's like you know what I mean that you're trying to portray a, le- a level of depth that you don't have mm, interesting you know what I'm saying and, and I think that's what the whole album is and I think it's 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 what it be the one but, that's, don't but, get that's, what, but that's what I'm saying boom enough. that's what I'm saying boom I think like there is a there is a <laughs> a generation of motherfuckers who Watchman, Watchman. Who, who look for motherfucking like debt, you know what I'm saying? Cause they don't have it themselves, you know what I'm saying? 
And I think like this, I think this fucking album appeals to that 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 motherfucker <coughs> generation. You know what I'm saying? Watch man, watch man. Yeah, that's wash. But that generation also has the the latest Kata album that came out that does what this album tried to do a hundred percent better. And, uh, and I also won a Pulitzer earlier. Right, I talked about earlier the fact that you know what I'm saying what made Jay the man was that he can make motherfucking Andy sound like some hood shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When he when he made uh, these songs about like you know not having a dad and made these like it just everything portrayed. The blueprint is the greatest one of the greatest albums of all time because he was able to flip every type of song and made it sound awesome. That's not what this sound excited. It sounded excited. Like I just want to hear excitement. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I just want to hear dope shit. Sat, like, like you want to rap about this shit, make it dope, bro. Bro, and like it, like this album to me. Sounds like he doesn't like making music, dog. Right. Oh. It sounds like, sound like, sound like someone pulled him into the booth and was like, yo, like, make make an album for me, slave. And like, and maybe that's his genius, you know what I'm saying? Maybe it was intentional. You know what I'm saying? Mm. <laughs> but like, it's like, like, come, like, J. Cole, like, do something, man. <laughs> do like, something. Like, the, like, the, the music. Do something. The music doesn't sound good. The music is boring, yo. Right. I think I think to a certain degree that, that J. Cole has and it's crazy that I'm saying this, but J. Hope, J. Cole is kind of fucking uh fell in that same uh snare as Wale. Damn. You realize wow. that that your biggest songs are lightweight ballads. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like like his biggest song is uh what's that power trip with with Miguel? Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And you realize that the average like hood young is not bumping J Cole, right? The average dude on the street is not bumping Wale, right? This this and is so true, like, but like like his most fucking avid uh, like defenders of his fucking honor are the are, are those motherfuckers on like are those young motherfuckers on Instagram and shit? Like me and you will me and you can go back and forth on the merits of the uh, or the merits of the the album, you know what I'm saying? Like and what he tried to do with it. You know what I'm saying? But like these these young kids are just like, yo, it's so deep, yo. It hurt my nah, soul, the, though. The, that that's not it. The people that I've seen on 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 social media that are backing it are us. It's the people who are saying, like, if you don't if you haven't gone to college, you're not gonna get this album. This album is fire. Like, like sort of like the uh the four 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 album. When it, when Jay's talking about investing and about legacy and they're like, nah, man, we're not doing that. that you know, but do you know it, it's funny you should bring that up, boom. You know what I'm saying? Four 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 was way more exciting. Yeah, it was. So like I'm saying, there's, there's, there's a there's a way, that's why I say this is trash. So even if you want to talk about shit like legacy, talk about shit like, you know what I mean, revenue streams and about, you know what I mean, real estate, you can do that in a more interesting way. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think this album fails. Is that while he tries to uh, uh address more grown-up concepts, it, it seems as though like he put little effort into how we was gonna transmit that message, but like, well, what I'm saying, boom, is like, cause my like my little brother does a podcast, you know what I'm saying, and like pretty much everything that we say about music on this podcast, is the he says the exact opposite <laughs> on his, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it's a it's a <laughs> generational thing, you know what I'm saying, watch like, man, watch we, man. we need to have this nigga on, we need to have this nigga on. <laughs> And so like I like I just see I just see him you know what I'm saying like and like my little brother has been to college 
You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? He, 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 he's got his student loans racked up. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? That's us. That's he's us. <laughs> but young. But he but he has but he has the exact opposite. Like uh, he'll have the exact opposite opinion on this album. Yeah. He fucking loved the little fucking. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying people like us are the ones that are saying this album is awesome. Like I, I just went on a on uh Hip Hop Live or whatever the the my Instagram joint and literally the comments is like this is the greatest album to date. If you don't get it, you understand. Man, but that's young. every album, right? You want mumble rap? That's, that's every, every. They every say album. that every J Cole album. But not not just at this point in in inter, internet them where we are right now. Every album is going to have those type of people that are going to vigorously defend it no matter what. This album sucks. <laughs> <laughs> see, and, that, and that's just me. Like, I don't want to get to the habit of saying like J. Cole is making trash, you know what I'm saying? Because he's, he's got talent, yo. Yeah, he's got real talent. He's got like, talent, though, like, and like, I, see, I can I hear I it. I can hear, like, I can hear it in the production. I can hear it in the lyrics, you know what I'm saying? He can rap. He could produce. He was like, 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 come on, Lamar Odom, dog. Get your shit together. <laughs> you're, you're an all star. <laughs> it doesn't mean you cannot produce trash. And the thing about it is, like, I don't want to, I don't want to blur the lines because we kind of bashed uh, motherfucking Damn, but Damn is a great album. Yeah, Damn you know is Damn is all right. It was dis- it was it, disappointing coming off of To Pimp a Butterfly, but in a vacuum, Damn is a great album. It's it's and, and I don't want to slice it. But it's like saying, you know what I'm saying? You about to slice it. Soon as somebody says, I don't want to slice it, they about to slice it. I'm going to slice. I don't want to slice it too tough, but it's like saying Jordan's 94 year was trash. And I'm not trying to make K-Dot motherfucking Jordan, but I say that to say that we appreciate his uh, body of work and we know that in other years, specifically 96, that was like, you know what I mean? The greatest of all time. So, like, when we talk about Damn and K-Dot, we're not saying that it's a terrible album. We're not saying it's trash. We're saying in the K-Dot motherfucking discography. Yeah, in the K-Dot universe. On the K-Dot spectrum, yeah, that this doesn't rank that and, high. And yeah, if he's competing against himself, like, like Damn, is at, Damn is at the bottom of the bucket. Right. You know what I'm saying? But in this J. Cole, I'm putting J. Cole against everything else that's out, and it's not very high. And even if you want to put it in the J. Cole spectrum, I don't think like, this yeah. is one of his top two albums. Like what? Because what, what was what was before Forest Hills Drive? What was uh Let Nas Down? That was the second. Born Center. Uh, that Born Center. That was the third joint. Born, like 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 Born Center was good. Born Center, yeah, yeah. Born Center was good. Forest Hills Drive was was good. See, I I thought Born Center was boring. I thought it was extra boring. Uh, like like I, I I can't like I gotta give it to Nas just for just for that nigga let Nas down. Yeah, they let Nas down. Join his that, that was that was a fucking that was fucking well written. That was yeah. a great fucking story. Like it was it was a great fucking like uh like metaphor. Like to like to like to rap to rap to rap a whole uh, to rap a uh, a whole song in a metaphor. It's, a, it's an impressive feat. This motherfucker got talent, not, though. He doesn't do that here. He doesn't. Do he that doesn't do that at all on this album. No. You know what I'm saying? Like and that's and that and that's what irritates me. About J. Cole. And like he does this all the time. Does it all the fucking time. I just find and, it, and it and it's boring. I find it hilarious that one week ago you guys were bigging up a rapper who can't rap. And this week, I and I agree with you on this topic. This week we're talking about a rapper who actually can rap and rap really well as putting out uh <laughs> a subpar product. It's it's kind of amazing where me, rap is. Like, right like now. yeah, like boom, let me ask you. Actually, no, like, Cannon, let me ask you. 
Okay. Is motherfucking uh, Invasion of Privacy better than K- better than KOD? No. No. It is. <laughs> no. no, it's not. It is. I mean, and, and to, in, in that same vein, I had this conversation with this, this, this shorty I work with, and she was like, uh, J. Cole is trash. And this is before the album came out. And I was like, it's about to drop tomorrow. And she was like, no, he's trash. And then I brought up my little uh, analogy. I was like, what about the like the Kendrick uh, motherfucking Drake spectrum? Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, uh, J. Cole's in the middle of that. When Kendrick is super like lyrical and thoughtful and um, sch- schematic. And Drake just produces, just makes hits. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Very little substance. Yeah. Very little like depth. Just hits. And I feel like, you know, I felt like J. Cole was in the middle of that because he has some hits and he still has like some substance. Um, however, you know what I'm saying? With his album being dropped, I, she was like, I feel like uh, J. Cole is trash because he doesn't do either well. He doesn't mm. do the abstract conceptual shit well and he doesn't do the hit shit well. Mm. Yeah, so first of all, who is he has nothing for if he has nothing going for him, he's some shit. First of all, who is this heavenly woman you're talking to? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> is she single? Yeah, she is. Uh, that, but uh, yeah, shout, shout, shout to my homegirl Kome. You know what I'm saying? Nah, that's, I mean, that's a great that's a great point. I mean, I wouldn't go as far as to say he's trash because he, like, like Remy's saying, he has talent, talent is in there somewhere, but. I, that's a great point that he doesn't do either. Really, he's just he just raps, and nothing really comes out. Like that's like he raps really hard, but nothing comes. He's not saying anything. Nothing's coming out. But it's like, goddamn, you're doing a good job at rapping, but you're not doing a good job at what's supposed to come out of the rapping, like the excitement, the. It bars just any anything. Give me something, something to hold on to. Like like this album could been could have been the the same BM straight through. You know what I'm saying? If he was just fucking laying waste to microphone after microphone. You know what I'm saying? Breathing fire on them joints. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like he doesn't spit bars, dog. And right. like I don't know why. Like I'll have a bar in there. You know what I'm saying? But like. I don't know why. I don't know why motherfuckers think he's nice. I feel. I feel like whenever, like, like, like motherfuckers talk about like Drake and like, like, like whenever, whenever Drake and Kendrick are mentioned, J Cole is brought up. Yeah, and I don't know why he's brought up because it's it's that class, right? It, it's because they're fighting that life. Yeah, it, it's just that class. It, it's like it, it's it's kind of like a draft class, right? It's K Dot came out with Section Eighty. J Cole was out there with Friday Night Lights, and Drake was out there with uh. Houston, Atlanta, Vegas? The mixtape that that was off of. I can't remember the mixtape. So Far uh, Gone. So Far yeah. Gone, Like, all three of them were dropping their mixtapes at the same time. So I feel like that's why they kind of get lumped up together. Man, man, I put a mixtape at the same time. You don't see you don't see the motherfuckers bring my name up. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on. No, no, listen, man, listen. I'm I'm not I'm not gonna fake. J. Cole spit fire on those uh Friday yes, he did. mixtapes. Yes, he did. And I think that's where the disconnect comes in. Now, like I said before. With the J. Cole Wale shit, like 95% of J. Cole's hits are the joint he had with uh, Trey Songs, you know what I'm saying, are RB Jive Ballads, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So it's like, 
Uh, you talk, how do you how do you manage? You talking about the time he let Nas down? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I let Nas down, but I got bars, and it's like I don't I don't know how to like I don't know what place I have in this game. Am I supposed to be the new LL or am I supposed to be the new Rakim? Mm. You know mm. what I'm saying? But with that being said, be Rakim. No, no. With that being said, you have to choose. You have to be one of them. You can't be like you know what I'm saying. You can't be L Kim. Like you know what I'm saying. Like. And, and, and that's what the issue is. Like, this album seeks to address a younger crowd, which is like in, like in 1985, he talks about how like you should stack money up. Don't stop touring. Uh, it's okay if you talk shit about me. You know what I'm saying? I don't care about it. Like, and the double time flow is to appease their ears. But the content is to appear, is to appease to people our age sensibility. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't think you can play it even. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or if you're playing even, you have to like really You have to come with some shit. Right. You have to come with, you have to really put some shit in, into it. And so that's why I think this album fails, is that he's trying to bridge the gap, but he's not reaching either side because he's not putting what either side wants wholly right. into it. I and to be honest, I don't think he has it in him to do that. Like he has talent, but I don't think he has that talent to do that. Like he he doesn't try for the double entendres like Sky Zoo does. He doesn't try for the flashy metaphors in your in the, in his adult bars like Fonte does. But he also doesn't just go straight out. I'm just gonna try to make hits like Drake does. He just he's somewhere in the middle, and it doesn't feel like he can dig himself out of that hole no matter what he does. Unless he comes out with a mixtape tomorrow where, you know what I'm saying, he's doing mad microphone acrobatics and, and you know what I'm saying, crazy double, triple is he, entendres. Is he that dude though? You know what I'm saying? Like, I haven't that heard dude. that dude since Friday, since Friday Night Lights. Right, you know what I'm no, saying? he's like, not that dude anymore at all. It's kind of like how heard, we, I, it's kind of like how we want. I haven't heard that since, since he hopped out the Green Range. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> exactly. Um, it's kind of It's kind of like how we... Like some of us still wish to hear that hustler Jay Z, and that dude is dead. That dude is long dead. That's true. Kill Jay Z. Yeah, die Jay Z. Um, so yeah, I think Cole is kind of in that same vein of like he was who he was back in the mid two thousands, and now it's twenty eighteen. And not 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 a dreads are too long. Yeah, dog. my He's man like, gonna rap go about taxes, and that's 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 just gonna be that. Listen, man, if I was J Cole, I would say like fuck what y'all niggas talking about. I'm gonna get the newest R&B singer. I'm gonna get motherfucking Daniel Caesar on the track, and I'm gonna put a joint down. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get her on the track. I'm gonna put mm-hmm. a joint down, and my album's gonna go super platinum because that's what I do best. McGill, motherfucking Trey songs. But that's not. You know but that's saying? not what he wants to. Nobody knows what J Cole wants to do. Like he just want. Like he wants to help people, and I think he wants to stay low key and keep it real, but. His albums, there's nothing wrong with it. There's no, absolutely nothing wrong with that. But his albums aren't hitting that mark either. Like, but even if you even if you want to do that, so like I'm saying, Candace, say you want to help people and you want to do something for the culture. Mm-hmm. You put out a song or two, but you to make sure that your song or two gets out there, you got three motherfucking singles that's got to get right. played. You know what I'm saying? That's got to so that so that you know. Random listener actually buys the album. They happen to hear, you know, song two and three, which you know, what I mean, are, are for the culture. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 issue is this album doesn't have that. 
And like I said, the single ATM, and I don't know what the second single would be. Um, and they have the video for ATM, uh, which I, I, I think is trying to make it more approachable yeah, to, to everybody. Definitely. But it doesn't, ha- it, it's not enough on there to be like, all right, I can deal with a song about his taxes because there's five other songs that are, you know what I mean? That are fire and it ties into right. this kind of, right. so like it, it fits. Right. Yeah, I think that that video is definitely. I I, I don't remember who said it, but it, it definitely gives off Busta Rhymes vibes, like Busta Rhymes mm-hmm. early two thousand vibes with all the colorful green screen footage right. and and him oversized chasing furniture and, shit. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, yeah. But playing multiple characters in it. I I, I mean, I'm sorry. I thought this it's like the nigga put more. He put more energy into the fucking video than the goddamn album. <laughs> Yo, he straight up did. Yeah, but There's more symbolism and thought in that shit than there was in this is, anything. That else. is true, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But uh, I thought the, I thought the video was whack, you know what I'm saying. I think the best part of this album is the artwork, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> like, right, yeah, the the artwork is is the the artwork fantastic. artwork is dope. I'll, I'll give you that, you know what I'm saying. Like the this page, which, you know what I'm saying. Which again is is troubling because you like you so thoughtful in all these other arenas, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying. The songs and <laughs> like every other arena, like he checked every other right. box except for the songs, right. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Remy, did you listen to anything else? Anything else you want to highlight? Uh, you're you're yawning because we're talking about J Cole. Yeah, yo, yes, like, oh, come on, we gotta get off of this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah, man, like, nah, man. I was really, I was really trying to figure out why we like J Cole. Okay, uh, and still, still in the dark. Okay, on the subject. Uh, boom. I of course listen to J Cole, but I also went. I got I got caught in a rabbit hole on YouTube again. You know what I'm saying? And as my rabbit hole on YouTube usually consists of some Cameron. Okay. But I uh, went back and I found that uh, Stretch and Bobito, goddamn Mace, Big L. Oh, uh, the Children of the Corn joint. Children of the Corn, uh, goddamn session. I was just like, God damn, bro! Like, damn, man. like, like you want to talk about rapping raps? <laughs> you want to talk about you want to talk about a bar? You know what I'm saying? Like, was it literally is like who can outdo who? Of course, you have the the great words uh, Smith Big yep. L, who you know what I'm saying was just on some different type of shit than everybody else was on. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, me and my man Nitty used to rob niggas and, and split it fifty fifty. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And then I end up, you know. Robbing him, so I keep mm. his head. Like he was just like, oh, he was talking about this. Shit. <laughs> yeah. And then you got motherfucking Mace with the slow flow. Was that you know was saying? this the joint where Mace comes on the mic and goes, "Yeah, my name Murder Mace. Ain't nobody really heard of me, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it's just crazy to hear Mace go. Yeah, I don't think anybody's ever heard of me. And at that time, it'd be true. Like nobody knew Mace. All right, word up. This Murder Mace, word up. Niggas don't know who I am, so I got to do this shit for these niggas. All right, all right. Check it out. Check it out. We gonna do a little something like this. Hey yo, 18 years ago they let the madman loose. I flipped and killed the fucking clan called Deuce. Y'all niggas know Mace on the waist. Where I cut the check now, I gotta rest the wreck. Any nigga step to flex. I slept the mic with all types of masks. Whatever I'm blessed with, never get arrested for nothing domestic. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it was just like that shit is hard. That's a hard ass verse, dog. Like, <laughs> you take the beat away, like niggas rapping his ass off. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I chill the way you let me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, so uh, to make up for that cold, man, some bars, children on the corn. Shout out to Stretch and Bobito. Shout out to Real Hip Hop. Yeah, big time. And uh, speaking of Real Hip Hop, I had that Nas Illmatic live at was, the Kennedy I was, Center. Uh, I was going to say that, you going to say, uh, I, fig- I figured you was going to say that, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Rappers are monkey flipping with the funky rhythm I be kicking. Musician, inflicted composition of pain. Scarface, sniffing cocaine, holding the M16 with the pin I'm extreme. Now, bullet holes left in my So that was released uh, the same the same day as as uh as, J. As Cole. The cold joke. Like, um but you man, need, it's it's you so need good. that. You need yeah. that dog. It's so it's so dope. It's so dope. And like, like I I love watching the uh, cause they had they did like a little like uh like mini documentary, yeah, on, on the joint. You know what I'm saying? And like to hear like these motherfucking like Juilliard train. You know what I'm saying? Like violinist stuff, <laughs> spitting Nas lyrics stuff. <laughs> <laughs> He's like she's like, like the the one lady was like I asked my son like who is Nas? He was like Mom, you don't know who Nas is? And he pl- <laughs> and he played a song for me and it had a verse it had a line on it it says life's a bitch and then you die that's why we get high because you never know when you're gonna go no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I put it I put the uh, the motherfucking uh, Michael Rappaport joint in the chat when it's a uh, premiere talking yeah, about yo yeah. uh, the nigga Nas was just had the motherfucking notebook up to his face and was just like straight out the dun- straight out the fucking dungeons of rap mm-hmm. fake nigga. I don't know how to start these jokes. Yeah. It's like, yo, it's about to start. Like, <laughs> like, I'm done, I'm done. Like, we've been started for like the last like, This is on the album. Like, right. I, this is gonna go on and shit. Uh, Grand Wiz, who's from the um, from the uh, Brave Brave Bravehearts. Uh, he he said, "Yo, I want I want you to talk with me at the beginning before the beat the piano comes in." And, th- and so the, they're standing there, kind of just freestyling it. So when he said he looks down at the paper, says, "I don't know how to start this." I'm like, "It's coming." So I'm like counting them like this and he just happens to look up and goes yo and then just starts kicking the verse so and, and did it in one take and we would just- it's just crazy yeah. and, and and I think Flyers had the greatest line about this album of all time and what was, was that? that this nigga was 18 years old you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and the shit that he was saying the, the whole the way that he was flowing and, and the and the shit that he was saying was just out of worldly, like n- nobody was spitting like that. Yeah, like, niggas talk about uh, Coogee, you know what I'm saying? But the rhyme scheme, the rhyme pattern, whatever. But, but the shit these niggas were saying, like, was just on some total different shit. Like, bro, like, right for an 18 year old mind to think that shit up, dog. I never sleep because sleep is the cousin of death. What? Yeah, and we we've talked about this before, right? The 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 difference between today's 18 and 19 year olds versus 18 and 19 year olds in the early 90s. Like, cause we talked about Nas, Illmatic, Prodigy, I'm only 19, but my mind is older. Oh, um, she's crazy. Like, Life is parallel to hell, but I still maintain. Yeah. Like crazy. But then like you said, Remy, to hear these raps over like fucking Juilliard trained, classically trained violinist, bassist, Xylophones, drums, horns, like it's crazy. Oh. And it's it's one of those albums when you listen to it, I implore you to find the best speakers that you can find and listen to what? it like loud as if you're there because it's so like lush 
Like the the sounds just kind of like envelop you. Yo. Bro. But it's also New York State of Mind. Like you know it's saying? crazy, yeah, yeah. Like yo, they say my intellect prevails. Like a uh, hanging cross with nails, I reinforce the frail with lyrics. That's real world. They cite these beats so hard. A trifle right. on beats, but it's Come on. but it's so dope because like you'll have these big, Come these on. big sounding violins and horns, and then they'll stop, and it's just like the drummer. And a bassist playing the joint, and Nas is still rapping, and it's like, yo, why? Like they're really doing this shit. And DJ and DJ Green Lantern is back there scratching yeah, up like, like scratching original samples. Like, yeah. yo, like who thought this through? You know what I'm saying? Because like this right. motherfucker, I just want to <laughs> shake this motherfucker's hand, though. This shit was fucking a great move for everyone involved, though. Right, <laughs> like, right. Like amazing, dog. Amazing. So like amazing. next is gonna be like. So next it'll be like Little Pump in New York Symphony Hall, like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like Casanova two times yeah, I, tonight. I, yeah. Casanova two times at Radio City Music Hall. Right. I can't front, you know what I'm saying? Like uh I would like to hear like the the motherfucking uh Philadelphia Philharmonic, you know what I'm saying, like re like remake uh Gucci Gang, dog. Like <laughs> dog, dog, if if if, if somehow or another the Grand Old Opry, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Would have paid homage to motherfucking 3-6 Mafia. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, oh, my God. Oh, that, my God. Dude. That would be the greatest dude. show on earth. I swear to God, like, all the tuba players would probably pass out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Wow. But I would love to see that. Wow. I think you hit something. I, I, would, uh, I would respect that, though. And it'd be so, that'd be so dope, you know what I'm saying? Like in Memphis, dog. Like, oh, man. Man. oh my god. Oh man, you hit on something. Oh, I, I might, I might need to cut that out. Boom, I might need to cut that out. Million Listen, dollar idea. Money. Listen, we got all we gotta do is get a little, you know what I'm saying? Quintenus on five piece band, and we gonna tour the U.S. Oh, gonna different uh, states, and we're gonna do the the motherfucking. Uh, Hottest nigga in the We're gonna do keep the sneaking and open. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Oh, we, oh, yo, we're gonna have the orchestra do uh, Scarface joints, dog. Nigga, you, you don't think that would sell Dude, out there, yo, though? Straight up. Yo, if if I could have like fucking classically trained violinists doing my mind playing tricks on me, dog. Dog. Good God. If you can go down to New Orleans and have them play and make oh, them say, shit. huh? Like, like a whole, oh, a whole second line, do, do hot boy shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh, man. Nah, I'm in it for the crunchy black dancers, dog. Like, I, was, I just want to... <laughs> I want to see that motherfucking choreographer lose his mind, dog. Like, it's like, what are they doing? <laughs> like the fuck, the fucking Memphis uh, Ballet doing crunchy black dances, dog. <laughs> And the whole time, Country Black is like, nah, this is like, he's like, nah, that's not right. Nah, that's not right. That's right. That's, that's not right. That's right. On, on the one. You have to be on the one. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, oh, man. my God. Fuck, I see Country Black stretching out on the ballerina bar. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I got this bad knee from, from putting niggas in the field. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, fuck. All right, yo, we are on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, uh, 
all of the podcast joints, anything you listen to podcasts on. If you are listening to us on a podcast joint, share that link with your family, with your friends on your Twitter feed, on your Instagram, on, on your Snapchats. Uh, go out into the streets with some crayons with the with the street joints and write that joint. You know what I'm saying? You remember the street chalk? Write that joint on the street. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I'm saying? Put up posters on the light poles. Uh, you know what I'm saying? If you're in a strip club, tell the DJ, throw that on. Um, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just share our shit out, dog. We need to get paid off of this. I'm telling you, my bills are stacking up, dog. We need that <laughs> stripper money. Like, play us to the we, strip club. We need that money. We need to start up money for fashionnigga.com. We need, that, we need, we need, we need some need, angel we need, see, we need seed money for fashionnigga.com. <laughs> oh, Ew. Um, email podcast at defconjive.com. On Twitter at DCJ Podcast. On Facebook, defconjive podcast. Please, please share that shit out. You know what I'm saying? Hit us up. Follow us. Uh, tell your friends and family to follow us. We here, dog. We here for you, Mad Entertainment. And shout out to the Tribe Talks. I'm a queen mother. Had us on. You all going to hear that soon. We're going to link to it. We're... Shout out to su- Sub-Saharan Africa. Fucking with it so yeah, tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know um, you know what I'm saying? We share, we share intimate details about our favorite teachers and most embarrassing moments and shit. It's fantastic. Fantastic radio. So, uh, Tribe Talks, look for that coming up. And yo, dude from the Pacers got uh custom sneaks with uh with Reggie Miller on the side of them joints with the choke face on. Oh, them. word, oh! That's, that's tough. That's kind of tough. Let's go. That's kind of tough. That's the type of uh, it's the type of that's character shit, shit we need. We kind of we need that shit. So we need him on the podcast. That's yeah. so egregious. Yo, that's the most egregious thing ever. <laughs> Yo, respect. So for another week, it's your boy Cannon, aka Guitar Raji Pinson. Mm. Yo, it's your man, motherfucker J. Remy, you know what I'm saying? AKA Southwest Airlines, pulling you fly niggas out your vehicle, you know what I'm saying? Mm. <laughs> Your man Boom Dynamite BK just blaze, you know what I'm saying? I told Kana I lost the audio. The nigga said, Oh boy. <laughs> I said, I'm gonna do better next time. I really need, you know what I'm saying? That's it. All right, we up. <laughs> <laughs>